Welcome to episode 9 of The World and Everything You Need to Know. My name is Eric. If you wish to get a hold of the show, there are two different ways. T-W-A-E-Y-N-T-K at gmail.com and T-W-A-E-Y-N-T-K on Twitter. Are vaccines safe? Without a doubt, yes. They save hundreds of thousands of lives every year in addition to preventing crippling lifelong injuries caused by debilitating diseases. The belief that people no longer get infected with these deadly and debilitating diseases because they no longer exist is an entirely incorrect assumption. This misunderstanding is a latent effect of how truly effective vaccines have been. As an example, we will take a look at polio in the United States. Prior to the 1950s, there were roughly 35,000 reported cases of polio annually in the United States. After rigorous testing, the polio vaccine, developed by Jonas Salk, was approved for nationwide use in 1956. By 1957, the following year, the number of reported polio cases dropped to 5,600. Once the population was vaccinated, only new children needed to be immunized. By doing this, the number of reported cases of polio was reduced to only 161 cases in 1961. A fair question is, why were a small percentage of people still getting ill? It is as simple as the fact that through ignorance or deliberate choice or both, people did not get vaccinated and were therefore vulnerable to the devastating and deadly disease. For more than 40 years, there have only been a half dozen or fewer cases reported yearly. Because it is so uncommon, many people believe it has been eliminated entirely. However, this is not true. The viruses that cause these diseases remain present in our environment, but because nearly everybody is vaccinated, you almost never hear about anyone getting ill. Here's a quick overview of epidemiology, or how infectious disease spread throughout a population. To simplify this, we will stay with the polio virus as an example. The virus that causes polio is in the environment and likely will never be eradicated completely because of variations within the virus itself and healthy people can be infected without knowing about it or exhibiting any symptoms. This is the first category of people. They can be infected with the virus without any adverse effects. However, they remain carriers of the disease spreading it to other individuals. The second category of individuals will contract the virus and only have mild symptoms similar to influenza, with additional stiffness and aching pain, but they will recover from it, likely never realizing what they had was polio. These people are also carriers of the virus, spreading it throughout the population. The last category of infected individuals is what is typically thought of when people mention polio. The majority of these individuals are under the age of 10. They get severely ill, and if they do not die from the disease, they are crippled with lifelong injuries that are often very painful. When everybody is vaccinated, it eliminates the possibility of infection. 
As a result, there are far fewer carriers to spread the disease, and resulting from that, there are far fewer chances for people to be exposed to the virus itself. When people do not get vaccinated, the population is effectively an incubator for the virus, keeping it healthy and allowing it to find opportunities to infect, cripple, and kill vulnerable individuals like young children, the elderly, diabetics, people with lupus, and many other conditions in which the immune system is compromised. Occasionally, there are small outbreaks of diseases like measles, mumps, smallpox, rubella, and polio all of which are easily preventable. However, when people are not vaccinated, they risk lifelong crippling injuries, including blindness, deafness, physical deformity, and death. Outbreaks happen because of hubris and misinformation. Part of this ignorance comes from younger parents not remembering being vaccinated when they were children, so they do not believe it is necessary, which is simply not true. Most children are vaccinated well before the age of five, which is a developmental period most people do not recall. There is also a small contingent of misinformation which is propagandized by well-intentioned persons who do not fully comprehend the damage caused by the inaccurate information they spread, very much like a lethal disease. There is a research paper that was published in the Lancet Medical Journal in 1998 which is often cited by desperate individuals who wish to believe there is a direct relationship between vaccinations and children with autism. What these people fail to follow up on is the paper has been retracted and discredited for a large number of significant reasons. In 1993, the scientist who later falsified data and published the fraudulent research paper proposed that people who had contracted measles had a greater chance of developing Crohn's disease, which is a bowel disorder. He researched this, and there was no link found. In 1995, he continued his search for some association between measles and Crohn's disease, and all of his research discredited his claim, but at that time, he defiantly said there was a link, and there was even a possibility that the measles, mumps, and rubella, or MMR vaccine, might be a cause as well. Just to reiterate, none of his research verified any of his claims. If anything, the data proved there was no link at all. At the same time, a woman with an autistic child approached the scientist to see if he could help with her son's bowel problems. The woman was part of a group who believed allergies cause autism, and after speaking with the scientist for a while, he said he could likely prove that the MMR vaccine had caused her son's autism. His claim was not based on any previous research related to autism, and there was no research linking any adverse side effects to the MMR vaccine. This was an unfortunate confluence of desperate and misguided individuals. Months later, a lawyer representing the woman and her child, along with half a dozen or so other individuals, approached the scientist saying that the lawyer was going to bring a class action lawsuit against the company that produced the MMR vaccine. The lawyer assured the scientist that there would be a very big payday if the scientist found evidence that would help the lawyer win the class action lawsuit. 
the lawyer gave the scientist money and a list of names of autistic children to use in the study. The children also happened to be represented by the lawyer bringing the lawsuit. When the paper was published, it said, in short, that no causal link had been proved, but it likely remained somewhere in the undetectable range. None of the results could be replicated, and later it was discovered that, in fact, all of the research data had been fabricated. It is clear that nothing about this 1998 research paper is valid. Why do parents of autistic children wish to believe the study is true? It's because they are looking for causal reasons which can be blamed for their children's affectations. Unfortunately, at this time, there are no conclusive answers when it comes to autism and the possibility of environmental factors. What is confusing about the misguided belief in this fraudulent research is if people are willing to put so much confidence in this one paper, why did they dismiss the thousands of other papers which prove MMR and other vaccines are safe? They are selectively choosing information to reinforce what they wish to believe. When searching for answers and the truth, it is important to take in as much information as possible and to weigh it accordingly regarding reliability and verification. How much credit should one fraudulent paper be given? Is it fair or does it make any sense at all to disregard all of the valid and replicable research proving there is no link? For a short moment, let's entertain the idea that there is some mysterious conspiracy generating all of this information proving there is no link between vaccinations and autism. Who does the conspiracy serve? Who benefits from the lies? Is it the drug companies who in many cases provide the vaccines for free? It makes no sense. Even if there were reason to believe in a conspiracy, there is no motive to justify or explain why a secret cabal would wish to turn a very, very, very small portion of the population into autistic individuals. There is no question. Vaccines are safe and effective. Not getting vaccinated puts yourself and others at risk. It is misanthropic to not get vaccinated. Talk to your doctor. Ask all the questions you may have. Be responsible. Do not allow your ignorance to put others at risk. Get vaccinated. Do not be an idiot.